Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Kumar. Pop, pop. <laughs> He's going to come with a new thing every single week. Are, aren't you? No, yeah, no. That's the thing now, huh? I, I was like, I'm going to go big on like and, and just like end off on a good note. I'm loving wow. the community reference, though. Thank you. No. <laughs> pop, pop. I'm not going to lie. I was worried I was going to miss my own hand. <laughs> I thought it was like at the very end, I'm going to be like, oh. Oh, man. I tell you, I was not ready for that at all. <laughs> I don't think anyone was. No, they're not no. a person who was ready for that. I don't think Umar was ready for that. I was barely ready for that. It was my idea, too. <laughs> I, I, I can believe that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right, man. What's on the agenda for today? All right. We got some geeky news coming in uh, this week. Uh, so, for example, uh, Kong versus uh, Godzilla uh, got dropped recently. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have watched it yet, but like, I'm okay with waiting for this one. But at the same time, I am kind of interested because as long as they do a good fight, I, I, that's what I'm in for. But what do you guys think? What do you mean waiting? Like waiting for it to come out on Netflix? Because waiting in the movie theaters, just waiting until like I don't know, like I have a free mo- moment or something like that. I'm busy right now, so like you know, I, fair, I'm being fair. very, I'm being very sparse in terms of what I watch at the moment. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. By the way, before before we jump into it though, it's Godzilla versus Kong. I just I know someone's gonna drop that comment, so I had to get ahead of it. You know what I'm saying? Someone's gonna be like, Kong versus Respect. Godzilla. What movie did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> you watch no, Respect my thanks. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, maybe I'll just jump in here. Um uh, like so I haven't watched it yet, but I'm gonna be watching it this weekend for me. And I saw um two things like nearly immediately after each other right like i saw just pop, popping on social media and someone's like yo i love the movie yo, it was it was great lots of fights it, it's what, what i wanted and i'm like oh cool and so somebody i can respect their opinion and then yeah. i google it just to see what the rating came out at and imdb was like 6.9 which is a little like imdb is usually more favorable right you know and and it was a little lower than i expected it so that's I'm, low for imdb like, i'll admit yeah, yeah, exactly. Because usually when you get like Rotten Tomatoes is like a five, you're like IMDb be like seven point five. And you're like, okay, right? You know? <laughs> right? So so when I'm seeing six point nine, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to look at rotten. That's gotta be like, that's gotta be like two. <laughs> but but I'm like, but here's the thing. I'm my my anticipation going into it is this, okay? And like let's track back and see if it's true. But is it's probably gonna be like action great this character story eh, probably cut in half and didn't even complete it who cares as long as we get kong and we get godzilla and we get like this mecha godzilla keep hearing rumored about so a, a third character and maybe throw in one more big baddie as well just to like tie it up and ha- have some more fun for me this is like fast and the furious on cgi like that's i, I just i want popcorn you know and like a bunch of action <laughs> i'm kind of in complete agreement with that to be honest so tactics, you go next. <laughs> just went dead there for a second. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't. I like I. This movie isn't really for me. I didn't watch the. I watched the part of the first Godzilla, and I was like, all right, the motherfucker's not even. He's barely in it. He's barely in it. Like you just barely see in like, it. Like, he's like, he's like, like four cameos. <laughs> so I was like, ah, okay, fine. And then I just kind of skipped out on the. What was the other one? King King of the Monsters. Yeah. Uh, skull. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did see Skull Island though. Skull Skull Island element was dope. I, I did enjoy that one, but Me too. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, man. They had a I lot of it. actually I just realized they had a lot of MCU people in that movie. They True. did. I mean True. Yeah. And, but, Scarlet but, Scarlet Witch and uh Quicksilver. Which is kinda weird. They they played uh husband and wife. Yeah, they did. And then they played brother and sister. So mm-hmm. not good there. So not good. Yeah. Had to bring that up. Yeah. But go Going to the the Godzilla King of Monsters one, I actually enjoyed it. It was like a lot of people's critique is that like it's a weaker film. Yeah, but it had a lot of action. That's all I really wanted. <laughs> like for me, like it's in that realm of like you're gonna give me a giant thing that's gonna do a big CGI battle. Just make it look epic and film it from angles that look like where people stand, and it'll be amazing. That's all I need. So. I just think for me, like the, the the whole monster thing just wasn't my shit. Like after 
after I kind of outgrew Power Rangers, like I was kind of <laughs> just like, all right, I'm I'm over this now. Like <laughs> I don't need to see no motherfuckers like that are like giant fighting each other now. Like it's I'm good. So yeah, that's me. I, I like I'll watch it, but I'm kind of on the same bandwagon as Umar. I'll, I'll, I'm okay to wait a little bit. I'm not I barely enjoyed this. Pacific Rim. Like like I was just like I guess like and this, that second one was trash. Like I, I didn't even watch it. Oh man, it's yeah. terrible. Yo, it's fucking garbage. Umar, don't don't I, hate on the Pacific Rim one. Pacific I, Rim. I'm one not hating. Is- I'm not hating. All I'm saying is like like <laughs> it's not the film. It, I I clearly admit the fact that it was me, but I, I just. I'm not really into it, and like, okay, fine, fine, yeah, fine. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not hating on the film. Like, I, I like, there, was, like, yeah. I, I had know. a good time with Pacific Rim. I, it, but it's again, it's just like it's a cool concept. But I'm like, I, it's not really for me. Like, I was like over it, like midway through the film. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm good. This y'all this, I, just a bunch of haters. All I hell yeah, about. man. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, if the Japanese team had such a cool looking bot, and then it just did nothing, I'm like, come on, man. Like, we could, we could done more. I, I will admit, when we got into that one, we had the Japanese team and uh, the Russian one. Actually, the, the Japanese team, the, the, the three um uh uh triplets they're, they're actually from toronto by the way uh my part my partner knows them. she went to school with them or something like that yeah when we saw the film she's like i know those guys <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, what <laughs> just like so random but um but uh yeah no the, when we had the, the, the two other like uh nations i was like ready for a little bit more and they got taken out so fast and i was like yo but like like you give them a, like America, calm down. Like give these guys <laughs> a little bit to do than than to die. Like, yeah. But the second one is complete trash. And one of the greatest analysis I learned about about this is when you have giant like unrealistic things, you have to film them from real human perspectives. Otherwise, they and you yeah. have to film them moving slowly because physics just predict that if you're tall as a skyscraper you're not exactly gonna move like cinderella through the thing you know like you, you, you need some time right and so like the second one they were moving fast like they were ninjas or something and then they were filming it like a video game and then it immediately goes like yeah this is heavily cgi like it just feels <laughs> unrealistic because nothing about the whole movie is realistic and they did john boyega wrong i'm just like he should not have joined that film no <laughs> just, not at all to be honest i'm starting to worry about john boyega it's like literally every franchise he joins up with they do him wrong Ooh, good point although though I, there are some movies i haven't seen from him like the that went to netflix i saw one i think but um the, some around um like historical black figures that those movies i haven't quite seen yet but Same. I hoped that those films are way better, and that like he, 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 it's just like the big popcorn things is, yeah. are not working right. So. Yeah. yeah. So, well, or just he he can't be a franchise player right now. Like it's yeah. just not working for him in these franchises. Like he needs to do like one offs. I think. I think. I think well, he's this... got chops, and I think he's just he. I, oh, totally. I, I just yeah, the fr- franchises aren't just aren't aren't. aren't so quite, uh, this will kind of like lead into my next our next topic uh, they uh released the information of uh, static shock the movie that uh, the writer is going to be uh, a writer named uh, randy mckinnon mm-hmm. and i don't know his work very well but the reason why i bring this uh up is that do you get no he's too old to play uh, static shock now that i think about it john boyega i was thinking yeah, john yeah, yeah he's too old yeah he doesn't he, he doesn't, doesn't... He doesn't fit the bill for me either. Physically, he's just a little yeah. bit different. I would expect somebody's, um, li- I don't know, like young and small and 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 moving like, um, not like small small, but like just agile feeling. And I feel like he's a little bit stronger than I'd want him to be. Mm-hmm. Compliments to him, but like it's, that's what, it just didn't quite fit the bill. What Call about um? Oh, what was that guy's? Oh, the dude who um. Who played uh, Miles Morales in Into the Spider Verse? He, he voiced him anyway. That guy. Oh, and he's I also actually... he's uh, he's also been in um, Dope and um, what was that show? Uh, There's a show that you were really into, Darcy. Um, it took place in like the like it was like the birth of the hip hop era. Um, oh, Shamik Moore. Yeah, him. Yes, yes, yes. He's yes, an yeah. actor, singer, rapper. Yeah. He is also 25. Uh, that could be. Yeah, Shamik Moore. Um, yeah, I'm just bringing that up. Yeah, he's a, he's still a bit older than... The Get Down was the show, sorry. Yeah, The Get Down. Yeah. He, I, th- I thought you were going to call a different character guy from, from from that. 
Maybe. I mean, depends. I think by the time they film, he probably will that that will have passed, and he probably will be a little too old. But I just kind of, I don't know. I, from what I've seen, when I saw him in Dope, I was like, yeah, I could kind of see him playing Static Shock, especially now that he's he has his hair all braided and stuff. I think, I think he could pull it off. But I'm just a little bit worried that he would be again feeling a little t- touch too old for mm-hmm. for for Static Shock. Yeah. That's um, fair. Yeah, like I mean, like I was like now looking at the cast of the, of uh, of the Get Down, trying to see if there's any anybody there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of wish like um, I, I don't know why, but like Michael B. Jordan when he was young, he's kind of like what, what, a little bit what I would, what, would anticipate, but uh, like young, young Michael. Yeah, 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 like from like uh, The Wire. Yeah, but a little bit after that time frame. Like oh, like, even after okay, a little like little bit Fantastic after that time. Four? No, no, no! Before that, no, like, that's, he, he had, that's way he had, too old. He had a bunch of like uh, smaller films, high school like type films and stuff like that that he was he was in or shows that he was a part of. And th- in that era, he was like about the right age and size and everything. I'm thinking, I can't think of the right person. But, fair, fair. But, I'm just glad that they like in terms of writers for Static Shock, they got someone who is black, uh, yeah. just so that like I. I really don't want to have a, uh, any of the superhero movies, or and frankly, like more commonly known now that like African American films are actually being done more and more. I kind of want them to be more and more behind the the scenes yeah. as well. Are like, you guys excited it, for Static Shock? I am. I, like, I don't know the character as well as you guys, which is the first for me. Like I ordinarily <laughs> am the one who uh, has the authority, but like for me, actually, I, I I'm actually deferring to your judgments because I don't know the character very well. Saturday morning cartoons, bro. That was my shit back in the day, man. Yeah, I can't say. And I'm then the, the crossovers where like Batman showed up and everything. Yo, it was sick. Nice. Yeah, I can't remember. I I didn't watch in its entirety mostly because of like moving around a lot when i was young and like inconsistencies yeah. with television because yeah. it's not like netflix now where you can just be like oh, i want to watch a show and i'm going to burn through this thing in, yeah. a, in like a weekend like if you weren't home you didn't you you, that, that's yeah. an episode you didn't see but um yeah for me like the one thing i really hope that because it's a movie right yeah hmm. the thing i hope that they weave into this is um the element with his best friend that episode where he finds out his his best friend is white his father is racist yeah, i remember that episode he, he, oh. so basically that was an best, episode that was an episode yeah. bro so so here's the premise of it umar so basically his best his best friend he's like he's like why did i never come over to your house and he's like trying to like play it off right and his his best friend like he 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 uh, they're like they're they're close right yeah. but but he doesn't want him to know his dad's like racist, so he ends up going over there. There's a whole thing. I forget what the, the whole debacle is, but they, they, the kids end up going missing, and or sorry, the, the the son. I remember now. The the his best friend gets mad that his he, he his dad's like racist to him, so he runs away, and then it takes both of the fathers like the like to to go and and solve this problem, and it's just like the way it all goes down and the storyline, the dynamic. I just hope there's some level of wokeness similar to that pulled into this. Because I think timing-wise, it's not just it's it's beneficial to talk about wokeness, but it's also the element of having to come together to solve the problem, which is very. Oh, beneficial. but that show was already very woke, man. I mean, they even oh, yeah. they they, de- they dealt with like gun issues as well. Like that was the first episode where like he yeah. like he almost joins a gang and almost like shoots a, like another gang member, and then he decides oh, yeah. against it, and then um like the big bang basically happens and then that's how he becomes static shock like while because he's at that gang site and all the other gang members get powers as well as a result of that yeah so it was, well, yeah it was crazy man well speaking of woke i'm i think this is the best time to transition to our next topic the falcon and the winter soldier yeah yeah, yeah. very true uh just out of curiosity how up to date are you guys i haven't seen the the latest episode uh darcy I've definitely seen it. I can't speak to it since you guys haven't seen it, but I will say there's more wokeness in it. <laughs> I, I I have seen it as, as well, but uh, I, I I actually will hold off. So, talking about episode two, I kind of want to like focus on that a little bit. Like, I found that to be a surprisingly poignant and very woke uh, upgrade to the first episode, and in comparison, like. 
I have to say Disney Plus is doing some really good work in terms of their uh, TVs. Granted, you know, WandaVision had its ending. This one, uh, this was, like, I didn't anticipate liking the series as much as I am, and I definitely didn't expect it to be as woke as it is. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Like, Tag is, why don't you lead on this one? Is it weird that when that scene happened where they're arguing in the middle of the street, I actually wanted the police to come. I was like, yo, I hope they like shoehorn yeah. this in somehow. And it happened and I was like, bravo, bravo, right? Because I like the fact that they're highlighting a lot of what's happening right now in in the world and they're not stra- straying away from it. I, I, I feel like Disney's Disney really stepped up their game and they, they have the balls to really address a lot of these issues the same thing with wandavision you know even though you know whatever but um that whole thing with like grief i felt was a really important element for them to highlight and then now with this and the state of the world and all the racial issues that are are being um being displayed right now i i felt that that was just perfect i i was so happy that they did that and yeah it was beautiful to see and like well, honestly, not beautiful that, to see, but I mean, like you, you get what I'm well, saying. Relatable yeah. to see, because like, yeah. honestly, like I, I, I would say the two points of that, uh, of that, uh, of before and after that scene, like walking to Isaiah's house, mm-hmm. yeah, and talking to the kid, I found to be actually quite quite a impressive way of forestalling any statement of black Captain America. Because like he's like, oh well, so that means you're a black kid because like you're gonna put black in front of everything, yeah. and I was like, well said. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I'm all yep. shut up now. And then, but like the the other thing about that scene is they didn't just cut away after you see the the cops show up, or they didn't just like do a, like a watered down version and they like left. Literally, Bucky had to be, and it's the white guy had to like look them in the face and say, "Do you know who this person is?" And that is the mm-hmm. only reason their situation and uh, the situation changed. And then when they had to, and I mean had to arrest Bucky, they literally apologized to him and felt guilty about it yeah. versus how they were coming across to Sam a few minutes before. Mm-hmm. And they're not apologetic about it. And this like, motherfucker is like, a war criminal. Like he killed people, man. He and like, yeah. fucking killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. Wait, yeah. Like, which is a direct correlation to things like what's his name? Uh, I feel like I'm going I'm to say this guy's name wrong, so I'm going to Google it. But there's a the the guy that did the 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 mass murdering. Um, I'm, uh, Zemo? Uh, no, no, no. In real life, so there was a, oh. there was a, a, a white kid who who went to like a, a black church and like um, shot. Like with a, oh a, yeah, and then yeah. like they like and the cops actually just let the guy walk by even though he was carrying like a assault yeah, rifle. Yeah, or like they, but they yeah you assault rifle and arrested. There's there's so many examples of this. But he went to this church and he and he, and he killed a bunch of people and they arrested him like pleasantly, right? Yeah, like three, like three days big, later. Yeah, and and and, and uh, there's just there's just a ton of them, and that, that yeah. that's like a, like a, a correlation to that, right? It's like the guy who's who's the known giant war criminal that the world was after at a period of time for, um, for killing like Tachaka, right? And, and everyone else. Yeah, yeah, right? And 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 the, and they're like, oh, we're sorry, we have to arrest you. And the guy who's like, oh, is he bothering you? Like, we're mm-hmm. gonna like, you know, go, go, go all force. And the other thing I also really like too, and in Umar, you sent an article that goes into this and it's correlating with, with reality, is that so, um, I forget his name right now, but the guy who Isaiah. was uh, Isaiah, um, who was a black black Captain America. It's going back to the Tuskegee trials, which is a real yep. life event where in the United States they wanted to test the effects of how disease would what would happen if it goes rampant in in society. So yep. they were poisoning like the water to actually infect black people in a large community, like in a city, to so be like, what will happen? Right. And unbeknownst to them. So using people as guinea pigs and gave them placebos instead of the actual uh, like cure. Exactly. And so they're tying and correlating it back to like that's part of his experience. He came back from being this soldier like Captain America. But hey, we're going to put you in prison because you did things we didn't like. And then we're going to use it for experimentation. And then we're going to wreck you. And then like, you know, like like, it's actually yeah, it's actually a little bit worse than yeah. that because, uh, like, um, Isaiah, th- they took three hundred black men and experimented on them for the super soldier serum until like, they got it right. He was the only survivor 
they then they then used him in the war and also to fight Bucky and all that sort of stuff. And then immediately afterwards, they arrested him because they he was a threat. And then they started experimenting on him again to kind of find a better version uh, of the serum. So yeah, <laughs> like even though Carl Lumby, uh, who played who voiced the Martian Manhunter in Justice League, um, he was in it for like literally five minutes not even and i was just like you are still freaking awesome and you just made this entire character real yeah the thing i also really like and i feel like this is what's happening is they're from just like a marvel perspective they're using the um the snap as kind of a way to look back on society and they're shoehorning in this like well all this time this marvel universe has existed there's a lot of stuff that has been happening that you weren't aware of and then they're, and they're able to bring in okay well now what's the dialogue of captain america's origin and is there racism behind the ability to get him to become what he is and things that were happening the whole time they're going that are like the dark side of all the positives that we've seen and it's it's very interesting where that can take it it's just a really Instead of just being like, oh, everything's going forward linearly and some event happens and then we're going to talk about it. It's actually like, no, no, no. We can uncover things and parallel that. And really, I feel like there's some some really amazing um, storytelling that happened that could affect people. Honestly, I, I found, and actually a friend of mine uh, brought this up to me. Uh, she was saying that the snap is actually really relatable to us because we're living through the pandemic. And the societal upheaval that is affecting the world of the, the MCU is understandable for us onto some level because we're kind of going through something equally as difficult or, or something along those lines as, as like a global difficulty. And I agree with you, Darcy. Like Marvel is uh, actually both you and also the tactics have said uh, versions of this. Marvel. Well, Marvel's got the big dicks because they know they got the big pockets. Like they, they own every fucking buddy. So they're like, we are going to capitalize on racial issues and be on the woke side so that we'll get more people to come watch our stuff. It's smart, though. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to complain. If you want to make money by showing us the way the world is and being woke about it, I mean, good for you. There's a good, uh, you know, economic model for you that doesn't like harm people. I mean, Nike did yeah. the same thing with Kaepernick when he took a stance and decided to kneel during the national anthem. And right away, Nike jumped on that and they're like, yeah, we endorse, we're going to support and endorse Kaepernick 100%. Now, do they care about his stance? Probably not. But I mean, they took that as an opportunity, an opportunity for them to capitalize on it because in the state of wokeness that we're in right now, we're like, yeah, let, we could we could really benefit from this. If we support him, everyone's going to start buying Nike. You know that's what they're thinking. So well, same look thing. at Black Panther. There you go. You know, here's the thing. I'm going to make a comment on that. So when brands get into a scenario of jumping on the bandwagon it depends on how early they are so yeah. i would say now i don't i'm not gonna speak actually for nike but i would say that <clears> nike <throat> jumped in when it was not to their benefit as in there was an obvious gain it was early enough because everyone was hating kaepernick like like mm -hmm. not everybody but like everybody on the on one side of the money yeah. was, was hating kaepernick mm -hmm. and so there's actually a huge financial risk for them they obviously have the ability to to sustain the risk right like like they're not gonna lose their entire mm -hmm. business even if like you know they lost like 50 million people in the united states stopped buying their product right that would hurt them but they have so many people around the world they would still make money like it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt them that much right and so there there's a risk but they jump early it's the people who follow the ones that take that do it really early that that is like once they wait to see the success the financial mm -hmm. benefit those are the people who are just capitalizing for, for real and but i think I like, you all yeah go on sorry the thing i like about marvel is that i feel like they could have jumped a little bit earlier but I feel like they waited for a way to interweave this into the universe that they have that makes sense and isn't just like 
the next thing we put out is just going to have a bunch of like obvious wokeness. It's kind of like they're all the women stood together scene, which was a little yeah. bit like it was, it, it was definitely like, like it was weak. It was good, but it was weak. But it's like, like glad they didn't just do like a whole movie that was like black people for the black people's sake and didn't have any reason to be there. You know? Yeah, like I will say that like a lot. Actually, Tactics, you, you had something you want to say. Like, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, like I will say that I enjoyed that scene in Endgame strictly because it like in my mind little girls are going to be watching that uh and they're going to be like oh, i want to be like like all those people but if i if you're going to say like oh was it done well no i didn't think it was done well then uh the boys came out and then yeah. they did it well and then uh and then uh star wars uh, like mandalorian season two came out and they did it like seamlessly without me even realizing until like it's halfway subtle. through the scene it's very yes. subtle right they don't they don't put it in your face and be like, yeah, let, you got to pay attention to this shit. Woman empowerment. It's like, don't do it. Like, don't force it to me. Like, let, give it to me in a subtle way that I can appreciate it as opposed to it being like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. comes off cheesy. Yeah. And, realistic. and yeah, what exactly. I like, what I'm, what I'm loving about like, uh, like they also did it in WandaVision, which like, uh, and I brought that up in our previous uh, uh, podcast, but look, I'm glad it's continuing in Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. and it's being done on, like, <laughs> literally, at present, this entire show doesn't have a clear bad guy. Because literally, there is a complicated, well, um, I mean, Cap the new Captain America, he can be considered the bad Yo, guy. He needs I hope he dies a horrible death, bro. He needs to get, <laughs> he needs to get shot in the head, man. He, he's the only one who's unanimously like in the third in the third ep uh, episode. There was like a moment where I was like, I almost kind of somewhat like you, <laughs> and that was about as best as I got. It was like uh, I can. It's like a moment of more like I can understand your mentality right now. That <laughs> was about actually. Do, do you know? Do you know that actor actually he auditioned to play Captain America in, in the first Avengers? Yeah, I didn't know and he, that. And he he didn't get the he didn't get the role, but uh, <laughs> he kept in contact with some of the with some of the directors, and they gave him like other movies or whatever. And then, sure enough, like 10, 11 years later, now he's playing Captain America. <laughs> and everyone hates. <laughs> and everyone hates him. him. Yeah. With, with like a clear hand-me-down helmet that like yeah. it's like he just looks like he's wearing the like like Steve Rogers helmet, and you're like your head is not as big as Steve Rogers, yeah. and it's weird. <laughs> and also, like, uh, so for uh, for me, I was saying this to a friend of mine that of course the politicians in the MCU they gave the Captain America shield to a guy who has a black girlfriend and a black best friend so that it, it, if they're going to be like, wait, you're being racist. Like we, we were going to have Sam and then you gave it to a white guy. I was like, yeah, but he's got like, look who's like uh, dating and look who is like, like uh, just spoiled that for me. Th that was in the episode you saw. Was it? Yeah. Like I remember the black that, friend. Not, I don't remember a black girlfriend. She was in the beginning. She's she's not in the third episode. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Sorry yeah. My my mistake. My mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely not in the third episode, man. I know yeah. I didn't spoil nothing. Yeah, no, like he definitely didn't. It's like not in the third episode. I don't remember her either, but she definitely not in the third episode. To be honest, the first time I watched it, I thought she was like a dead person. Like he just was imagining her, but then she like she like high fived the uh, battle star on the way out. I'm like, oh, okay, so she's still corporeal. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, that 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 whole like. It's like it's it's like he yeah he has like the the, the black girlfriend the black friend and on top of that though she's uh he's still like the country boy and it's just yes. kind of like and I'm like that that it's just it, it's it like it's so government it's so government it's like he he he's a good old American exactly he's a good old American who's also got black friends and it's like yeah, yeah. I do want to ask you guys one thing. I felt this way, but apparently no one else has, and I want to know what you guys think. In the therapy scene, which, by the way, I love. The, the, those two were hilarious. I don't know what the therapist was doing. She wasn't, like, they didn't, they clearly didn't have a therapy a consult, consult, but, like, the seat situation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was dying, bro. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. It's, and also, it's, like, it's, it's weird now. Is this what you wanted? I, 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 just, I just started clapping my hands. I love that scene, man. <laughs> but I, I, they have a great chemistry. Yeah. But one thing I want to ask, 
I was a little frustrated that the show pulled its punch when uh, when Anthony Mackie was like, this is something that you and maybe Steve could not understand. And I thought he was going to say, I, like, America won't accept me. Yeah. But instead he's like, I did what I thought was right. And I was like, you know, yeah, I'm right there with you. I actually thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah, he's going to go for it. And then they totally... I know because like, like while and I love the fact because like it, it's and I know some people online have talked about it and they're like and people have responded like why are you hating on Captain America when he wanted to have a black man replace him I'm like it's not about hating it's about the fact that even the most woke white or like even person of color who isn't black they could have the best intentions they could be on your side they could be an ally but they there is a blind spot yeah and mm-hmm. I was like say it and then they didn't say it I'm like Oh, you know what? They might. I I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and and hope that they Fair they enough. they eventually take it there because obviously that therapy session like didn't last very long. Like yeah. at, like Anthony uh, Falcon, he eventually opted out and he was like, "Yo, this is stupid. We're gonna like do what we gotta do and then we'll go our separate ways," kind of thing. So I still feel like there's a conversation to be had okay. between those two regarding that very situation. So I have a slightly like it's not a different opinion, um, but in the context of the, where they are at the story, their dynamic between the two of them, right? I honestly feel like he was going to say it, and he didn't say it because Marvel just wasn't ready to say it yet. I just think it's like he's in an uncomfortable situation to be that vocal with people he doesn't know he can trust yet. So if, like he he, he think of this right. So he's in that moment. He's like, you don't understand because you're not black. There's two white people in that room and they could just be like, oh, right. And then then he's not hurt. So I just interpreted that moment like he was like, I'm not even I'm not even going to go there. Like, it's like the 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 annoyance and the stress of saying it and then getting the typical like white response is like enough. Like, like. Like plus the awkwardness of the therapy session already is like, do I want to layer that on with like them saying, "Oh, you're saying because they're you're black again," right? Yeah. Like that's the I saw a hint of Anthony Mac in Ma- Mackey's acting of like, no, like it's just like not going to. You know do what? It. I can see that. I can see. Yeah, that. I can. Yeah. I, I agree with that too, especially considering what already transpired as a result of all that. Like he yeah, he already yeah. had to face a lot of that. A lot of that. Um, <clears throat> colorism issue with when he went with his sister to the bank and dealt with that whole thing so it's like he's he yeah the cops he's still dealing with a lot of that and also he's still still dealing with the revelation that there was a a black super soldier who's still in existence who was in prison for 30 years Mm -hmm. it's a lot it's heavy and if you also do this right yeah if you look at like marvel's weaving a really smart woke theme if you were watching it right so like roadie and him at the very beginning like i was curious why was roadie there at the beginning I'm like oh yeah he's mm. military that makes sense but then he's like let's have a conversation yeah and there was a level of like they weren't saying it for the audience because it, <clears throat> it, they're smart and they're saying that black people don't have to explain to white people all the time about racism you need to figure it out on your own and so when they had the conversation there was a kindredness in the moment of him be like why did you give up the shield and it was kind of like for me i was interpreting the subtext of it being like like we we need that symbol of you yeah. being a black man being captain america but he's not gonna he doesn't need to say it because they both know what they're saying there's no need to say it and then you go to the next thing with 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 uh um uh the, that therapy session and he doesn't really say it and then you get to the car scene just before that the the police show up and he's like you knew about this the whole time and you feel like he's about to go off on him and yeah. then his response was just enough for him to kind of back down plus the cops interrupt it so i feel like there's going to be a big moment between them that yeah. they're leading up to and they're just like it's getting close getting close but they're not there yet and i think <clears throat> as they go through more battles they'll get open you know what i can actually i can see that and th- this kind of accentuates and highlights my point of why i think it's so utterly important for people of color to write films of people of color I can't even imagine a white person trying to write this this buildup, and and mm. to the point that like I will even admit that like if this is what they're doing, a I think that's good. B, I missed it. 
I, like I, I got the the Don Cheadle moment. I could, I felt there was something not being spoken. But since then, I have kind of missed it, and I, it's mostly because like I, I kind of underestimate Anthony Mackie. I'll admit that I, <laughs> I underestimate him a little bit. Mm, That's fair. Yeah, I, That's fair. I after watching him in a few different things, I'm like, yeah, this guy's this guy's good. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, I am really hoping that they uh, bring up Isaiah's uh, grandson a little bit more because, like, they are they are layering MCU with all of the young Avengers right now. Like, we we have two of them from Wandavision, uh, and he, uh, like the, the grandson, even though he was shown for like literally one, I think like one or two frames, is going to play Patriot, who is also a member of the Young Avengers. We have Hawkeye's daughter, who is going to be Haley Steinfeld. We have Miss Marvel, who, uh, you know. Thank God, I can't wait for her uh, series to start. And I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Uh, oh, and Ant Man's daughter, who apparently has grown up because it's been five years. Mm. True. I also wonder if. Um, <clears throat> quick thought on this: Do you think that the the um, if they were to do the Patriot, they might change the name? Because they haven't really done much of that in MCU so far, but, but they, also have, they also have characters that are that are known as something like we thought Hawkeye was a Hawkeye for a long time, but he never was, right? And then we've kind of more realized he's Ronin, right? So it's like um, that's true. They never called him Hawkeye because I'm just kind of wondering. Mm. It's like it. It's kind of like like Patriot just feels like in 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 today's context, like. I wouldn't come out and be like, I'm Patriot, right? Like, I just, I wouldn't want to call myself that when you're looking at a country that doesn't respect black people, right? And be like, I'm Patriot. Like, it's like, Patriot yeah. to, to, to what, right? Like, at this point. So I kind of feel like well, it might it be an unspoken be. name, you know? It could be in the sense of, like, uh, he's saying, because, like, when people in media refer to Patriots, they are mostly talking about a certain type of people. Yeah. Uh, and if, you show a black man who is proudly saying patriot, maybe that could yeah. be something a change of a conversation. But like again, we're, we're yeah. getting a little ahead of ourselves. That, that, but, that could be uh, there. I just I just think it's interesting in the, in the that just to think about like what you could do or what you you can't go into that name just be like put it down, right? You know, it's like you 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 just have to like think about how you introduce that. If that you choose that name or change that name, you know, you have to think of the approach of what you want to stand for in, in your messaging. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we uh, move on? No. no. All right. All right. So uh, the next topic we're, we're going to be uh, jumping into is Invincible. Now, we've talked about uh, the first episode. I didn't I didn't watch it last time, and now I've watched all three episodes. Uh, how about you guys? All three all, as well. There's a new one that came out today, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, so I, have, I haven't seen episode four. I Neither haven't seen it. it. Yeah. So, um, so, so wait, are we all equally uh, all three episodes right now? Yes. yes. This this is a first. I know. <laughs> Let's clap that up. Let's clap that up. <laughs> so I I will say that I have read uh the first nine issues I think nine or ten <laughs> issues of Invincible. How old is this comic? Oh, it's old. Like I would say, like yeah. ten years old. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Maybe even let me just quickly check. But like the reason I bring this up is because um. The comic was written by the guy who did uh, Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, he... This is... He's uh, he's come back to, essentially, his own work. Mm. And I find that he's writing a... Like, he's doing a pretty good job. Uh, uh, like, modernizing it. For example, the end of the first episode which you guys were talking about now i knew what you had what you were referring to but for me i was actually i i kept it to myself but i was actually quite surprised that you guys were talking about it in the first episode because that took place in the seventh issue that was supposed to be a chain a shift for like that was like the big twist of the first arc hmm. so i'm like he put that in the first episode maybe they're referring to something else then you guys are talking about like you know what would be like if superman killed everybody i'm like yeah, I think I know what <laughs> they're talking about. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and I was just like, okay. So watching it, first of all, holy shit, that scene. Um, it Visceral. was 
<laughs> yeah, it, it was also done differently in the comic. In the comic, he did he did it quick. Like he took them out and he took them out fast and they didn't get a shot on him. So did he just pretend that he was injured or he didn't even pretend he was injured. He was like he uh they came to his house and he was like, "Wait, what happened?" Oh, like, okay. Yeah, so it was like he wasn't like nothing. The fact that he was injured in this one, I'm like, "Yo, he's being taken out." Um yeah, Black which... did work on him in this one. Mm. <laughs> Or, Yo, uh, also I, Wonder Woman, like, like, or like, she like bashed the fuck out of his face, and then, and then when he was being wrapped around by like uh, the elastic man uh, person just before he ripped, oh my god, the killings were really hard in this one to watch because I'm like, yeah, oh, who was it that got their head smashed in? Which character uh, was that? Do you remember? That was uh, that was Flash. Ooh, it was yeah, a, uh, or, or red red blur. Red, yeah, 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 red something. It was uh, Red Rush. Um, red and Rush. Then, yeah. And then they're, they're also the Green Lantern type girl, which she like eats something and turns a green thing and she yeah, had her head like blown right out. Punched out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, uh, but like he was being wrapped up and like Wonder Woman and, uh, and Immortal or Pemberley were just like beating the shit out of him. I'm like, and then he just broke her neck. Yes. <laughs> oh. And yeah. then, so like, going from there, what I noticed is the, there are certain elements of what they've shown in the first three episodes in in the comic. Like, for example, meeting the alien in space with the one eye, practically nothing had changed in that situation. By the way, uh, I love I yeah. love that that was Seth Rogen. That was, I know. Great. That was so good. I was sitting there, I'm like, I know that voice. And like, like you were saying, I just clicked up on Amazon. I'm like, Seth. Um, but there are some big changes. Like, for example, Amber is black in the animated in the cartoon she was like a blonde like a uh, white blonde um also she didn't speak she also was not really cool she just was like a background person that he was making out with in the far background to like create some sort of tension with um purple girl uh i can't remember her name right now um but also they never really focused on him well, for one thing, they gave a lot more, a lot more detail in terms of like the powers, like the whole training situation, and also like how the physiology of it all worked. Not in the comic, so he's improving his work, like you know, from his like twenties, from his to now in his mid thirties. You would think to be a better writer, writer in that time, and he's proving it. Hmm. For example, the uh, when the invasion happened, yeah, they they had it, but it was like a couple panels, and then they moved on. This was like a thing. This was a, a theme, and it showed him on his first day. And I was, I felt the way he was feeling in the fence of like he didn't know what to do. That wasn't in the comic at all. They've made Invincible, the series, very realistic. And I think Darcy or Tactics, one of you guys were talking about how the fact that it was very real and like they're like people are dying mm-hmm. a lot. And that's what I have to say. I really appreciate about the series that it's. I, I'm actually, it makes the comic dated for me, which I'm really happy about. Mm. Really glad to hear that. I definitely spoke on the 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 realism. Like it's it's real and a surreal thing in the sense of like yes. there's a grounded element <laughs> of yes. It's best said in the thing. It's like it's it's not. He, it was the robot guy saying, he, he, I don't know if he's prepared for it because it's not like what you think it would be like. And that's the best part of the show is that a lot of these events are not the way like when you see Justice League Unlimited. It's like it's like it's so like you never feel the weight of anything because you always feel like they're always going to make it out. Very few things you get heavy weight from in episodes, but it's, it's cool and it's awesome to watch. And it's kind of like how people when they watch it on tv and like oh but the superheroes are so cool so badass and that's how but the comic not... was that's how the yeah. comic was oh i'm really happy to hear that the the the, the writer is like improved this much and more more than he has he's improved but that he decided to not be like no the work is the way the work is don't change the art he's like no this is good and i'm glad that we got here let's make it better <laughs> right let's tell like, a, like, let's see if i can do better than when i was in my early 20s <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm tactics after watching all three episodes because last time after the first episode you were like you know, I don't need like the the gore, but now that you've seen the other two episodes and it's kind of advanced a little bit more in the story. What are your feelings? 
I really enjoy it now. I I was sold after midway through the second episode, and after the third episode, I was like, okay, I'm I'm all the way invested. And you know my rule about the three the three yeah. episode rule. And like after the second one, I was just like, okay, I'm I'm in. But third episode solidified it for me. Yes, you have a question. What were the so you said after midway through a second episode? What point uh-huh. was that that made you turn your opinion? And also, what was it in the third episode that made you like state the course? Uh, just to, to Darcy's point, everything felt real and there was actual, like you felt the levity of, of everything that was going on and there were real consequences. Like I didn't know who was safe. And I think that's the beauty of this show is that they can take certain liberties, um, with it because it's, I mean, I don't know if it's a super popular, uh, comic book, but, um, it's not on the same level as a just as a Justice League or like just any DC or Marvel comic book franchise, right? So people have been associated and attached to DC and and Marvel for for years. Whereas these one offs, like you can do, you can take liberties with like comic books like Kick Ass and like with Spawn and like all those other ones. Well, maybe not Spawn. Spawn's a little bit more popular, but yeah. like those 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 more obscure comic books. And he's proving it in this, as you as you just attested to, uh, Umar, in the sense that he's able to change certain things because people aren't super attached to the comic book yet, right? Like, I mean, there's probably a small fraction of people that actually know. I've never even heard of this comic book, right? I didn't know it was a comic book. I thought it was just like some random thing uh, until you told me, right? So I like the fact that I'm going in not knowing what's happening versus like if I was to watch like a Justice League show, like I know for the most part, like all seven members are going to be okay, right? The only thing that ever like got to me in the sense of like I was surprised or shocked is when I was watching Young Justice and they killed, um, was it Kid Flash or? Well, yeah. Yeah, they killed off Wall, and I was like, wow, I, I was not anticipating that at all. But aside yeah. from that, any other show that you watch, you're Batman's gonna be okay. Superman's gonna be okay. They almost yeah. killed the Flash, but then they didn't because they pulled him yeah. out of the Speed Force. So I was like, there are no real consequences. Whereas with this, like I'm thinking, they're setting up the Justice League type characters, and everyone's gonna be okay, and it's gonna build into this real world. And then the first episode you get, everybody gets annihilated, and you're like, fuck. Like, okay, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta pay more attention because yo, nobody's safe. I can't, I can't get too attached to anyone, right? Um, so, so yeah, that's, I, I, that's kind of what sold it for me in the, in the sense that, um, there's more intrigue there. It has me more invested because there, I, I can't call anything. I don't know what is happening and I like, I love the twist. I love the twist that they, they added in there. So yeah, I'm, oh, I'm on board for this. What was in episode three that happened? Uh, in episode three, uh, the, spoiler, the robot, um, being so somewhat evil or whatever i like my brain immediately went to like oh he's like the brainiac of this universe kind of thing right so i see him more as uh he's trying to prove himself oh maybe i don't know i i just automatically was like oh this motherfucker is evil he's gonna be like a brainiac or some shit but i mean so uh, one thing that I, I have to say i'm really enjoying and i'm i'm in, i'm, I'm going to have to say i'm enjoying it more in this show than i did in the comic like this is one of the rare occasions and knock on wood that continues this, down this route that the source material isn't isn't as good as the as the as this as the visual hmm. and i'm really enjoying the detective demon yeah hmm. yeah like i didn't care so much about it in in the comic in the comic i'm like i guess um then again, I've only read the first nine issues, so like I've clearly haven't gone deep into this story. How many but, issues are there in total? Oh, um, it's a long series. Uh, mm. uh, and you don't know how this ends, right? I have no all? idea. Simple mm. comic. Yeah, the, the detective demon. He feels like a like a lot of these things are a cross of multiple things, and he feels mm-hmm. like a cross of like, um, what's his name? The, the the magician dude, um, J- uh, I I see him more as a cross between Jason Blood, aka Etrigan, and um, Dead Man. Definitely, dead, yeah. There's, there's just a bunch of people in the DC that it kind of feels like for me. And Fair. I was gonna say the question in like Martian yeah. Manhunter almost, but man, no, yeah. I was gonna say like uh, the question. There's 144 issues. Oh shit! Okay. 
who, who's the cosmic guy that was in the Arrowverse? Uh, and he had his own show and he came into the Arrowverse. And he, oh, like, Constantine. Con, like, he, like, oh, okay. I see what you're like, saying. Okay. Like, like a Constantine and, and question. I don't know. Like yeah. just something about the two that kind of like makes yeah. me feel like mixed there. But then at the same time feels like the whole dark universe part in 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 uh um dc where it's like the whole devils and demons stuff like mm-hmm. he's just like a mix of these three things yeah he's awesome but like i'm really enjoying uh, i also enjoy the fact that like he is now okay first of all this series is doing after credit scenes like they're owning those it's mm-hmm. <laughs> like just another shit scene. <laughs> just a whole other scene yeah <laughs> uh but like uh but like I like the fact that he's now causing contention between the wife and husband. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen in the comic. Sorry, between his like his mother and father, you mean? Yeah. Okay. When you say wife husband, I'm like, am I thinking of different people you're referring to? Or sorry, like, like, uh, sorry, I, yeah. I meant uh, between like uh, Omni Man and his wife. By the way, yeah. Sandra Oh is killing it right now. I... So, is J- so is J.K. Simmons. Like, frankly, like they're both fantastic. Both fantastic, and I gotta throw out Sandra Oh. Like, my I love the scene where where he just looks at his mom. He's like, "Make me." That was I. I remember you saying it, and so I was I was watching for it. And when it came, I'm like, "Damn!" Like, just like the strength of that woman. Like, just be like, "Oh, does that make you feel strong?" That I, you know, that I can't. And I'm like, "Oh!" And then and just like my asshole son. Like, it was just like the dialogue in that is so well done it feels so real that character of hers feels so strong and well defined and it just and it, it makes sense it makes sense that she's like this she's been married for 20 years with the, with the most like the guy who literally goes out every single day to the fact that when he gets like thrown into another dimension and his own son is like dad she's just like well regular tuesday yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man he did he 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 was Gary when he went into that that he planet fucked those people up <laughs> it, it, it was it was so like like just give him portal to get out of here and they give him the portal and it's like all right i'm just gonna drop this giant boulder on you at the end of it anyway <laughs> just like we tried to live through this <laughs> i thought that he was gonna say something to the effect of um earth isn't yours to conquer it's mine and then he's just gonna drop it yeah. or whatever yeah i thought i thought so too but like there and I, I, we gotta watch the fourth one. And Umar, don't don't give me those looks like you know what's coming in the comics. It's just, it's just like T. He did say something like that in the comics. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Not All with right. them. Yeah. Not with them. He said it to yeah. someone else. But like Umar, stop, right. stop, it stop. felt like that's where it was going though. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, it, it was a good setup, and it's like he didn't deliver the line. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then maybe there's something else at play here. But okay, yeah. thank you for the confirmation. <laughs> so I want to throw this out here, but Umar, you got to keep your mouth shut because you you read you read you read issues. But like, <laughs> like I like that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but it's like. I know that in the trailer they said like he's like I gotta tell you something it's not like like what you think it is to his son and, it, and it, you're getting the impression that like he's portrayed the planet he's from as being like these amazing Kryptonians who go around the Earth and the planet or the universe save people, but it's like it feels like it's gonna turn out to be the complete opposite. But then they also played it in the very first episode like um, when they were fighting him, the like the, the the league or whatever you want to call them, um, they're like, it's like he wouldn't do this. He must be controlled by something. And he did feel a little possessed. So I'm also kind of wondering if like maybe they'll also change the motive from the comic as well to some degree. Um but yeah, it's just like I just I like what is going on with him and he's scary. <laughs> but it, it it seems like all of this happened as soon as he found out that his son started developing powers. Yeah, that's when he flipped. That's when he flipped the script, and he even like, even started like catching an attitude with the wife. And I'm like, yo, all of this is kind of correlating to, to, Invincible getting his powers. You know what I'm kind of thinking it is. So I think that he's like, no, I get Umar's like dying over here, but no, like, no, get, get uh, but, but I feel like he's, like the theory has been running in my head, and I'm probably wildly off, but. The theory is running in my head is that like he's like a fugitive from his planet, right, or something. Like he's he's not like he's not supposed to. He doesn't want to be found. Mm-hmm. And there's something related to him having a child that maybe like indicates back into the universe something like people are gonna come 
for him mm-hmm. or maybe it's the fear that like now that he's here and somebody who's been looking for him for a long period of time because we know there's that like in the trailer that one guy who looks like i can't remember his name right now from dc universe who rides the motorcycle and fights superman oh, lobo. lobo he who kind of looked like reminded me of a lobo character who's like beating down invincible and he's like just like ripping open his chest like it looked like with with like an axe i feel I like see that but okay yeah, in the trailer, there's a guy, there's a guy who hits him. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, anyways, it's like, it looks like he basically kills Invincible. And, like, they have to, like, try to save him. And so, because I got that hint, it makes me feel like the way this is going to go is, like, the dad is now afraid. Because now when they, he was just him at risk. And he could just left the planet at any time. But now that his son's there, they'll both be tracked. Because maybe like there's a something about their DNA that they can be found, mm-hmm. and now it's like he there's a whole thing going on that the dad's not saying, and the son is now a risk. Like he always kind of was like, "Yeah, son, you'll get powers," but he always hoped that he wouldn't, so that whatever is being set up, he's not involved in. And now that now that he, he he's involved, he's like killing people and doing what he needs to do to to like set things up for what's coming. And we don't well, know like, that is. Why? Why? Why go all in on the team like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's just the gut feeling I have, but it does. I don't have enough logic to put. Yeah, I, like I, I can't call it, man. That's and that's the beauty of this show. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on, but I love it. And Umar's dying over here. Like I've seen a bit more than I can't say. <laughs> uh, I do want to. Look, in the few minutes we have left, I do want to go on one last topic. Now, earlier, since we've all seen and also have discussed the Justice League, the Snyder Cut, before we did that, we had an episode about our early uh, points of view. And let's just say, maybe slightly disparaging towards my character, but Darcy and Tactics had some observations of how I am when I'm not happy with watching something. So I just want to let you all know and hear it firsthand from them what it was like for the four hours we watched the Justice League together. Take it away, guys. Well, you were behind me, and I could hear you. I could hear your gestures, and, <laughs> like, you were just so loud, bro. And, like, I could hear you and see you through the mask, like, the entire time. <laughs> I was like, bro, what did you say? I just remember Darcy, like, turning around. He's like, again? Like, <laughs> Like, like, nigga, I can hear you looking weird. <laughs> like, I, was, I was like, yo, if we have to sit through four hours of this, bro, get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> you did that at one point. You said, yo, man, get out of here. <laughs> like, oh. yo, man, like, like you were, like, good for maybe... No, and you weren't good for anything. Like, <laughs> like I was gonna be like, there was a there was a point where I feel like we got thirty minutes. I feel like it was like once Wonder Woman f- fight started, you like succeeded a little bit, but like I'm like in the beginning, it was like okay, the interesting start, and then we see the whole like Northland, uh, like Norwegian singers, and it's like oh, Uber's just like no, yeah. <laughs> it's like bro, don't talk. You, eat, yo, you even ate your pizza aggressive. That's how much you hated it. You were just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like. You're so mad, bro. I've never seen someone so aggressive at putting pizza in dip. Like, he was just... Bro, bro, you're breathing so heavy and hot on that pizza. It might as well have just been frozen pizza. You put it on the way in. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, shit. I I remember near near the end, I was just, like, rocking him back and forth. And our our boy, Matt, was just like, yo, man, chill. (laughs) Like, yo, now these are good four hours. I don't know why you're over stressing. <laughs> oh, man. It was oh. the complete opposite for Darcy, man. Darcy was like, he took four hours to eat an entire box of pizza. This man was enjoying it like life, bro. He was just like. I, I remember looking over, you were literally <laughs> holding it at one point like this. Yeah, like, bro. <laughs> no, bro. I'm, he was I'm, savoring every single bite for every single chapter of the movie, bro. He's just like, yeah. Yo, yo, man. I had eight slices and eight chapters. Let's do this, okay? Oh, man. Like, like, like no, seriously, though. Like, I, want, I, I needed I needed that. We all needed that that that, 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 that experience. And I was just like, yo, I'm going to. I got to the end of the pizza. I had, like, two, three slices left. And I was like, I knew I'd already eaten pizza. And I was like, yeah, my favorite was at the end, like with our, our brothers who were unable to join us, and they and they came virtually, and one of them was just like, "Yo, I I got twenty minutes in, and this, like, I, I lost track of you guys," and we're like, 
dude, we've been here for four hours. Why didn't you say nothing? Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, I thought I thought that first because he said like at twenty minute point like it fell off, so he was like he was, he was like five, he was like five minutes behind. But I thought he said like I only seen fifteen minutes of the movie, and I'm like, you've been here for three hours and forty five minutes doing nothing. <laughs> oh man, oh, oh. yeah, it was good. Yeah. Anyway, audience, oh, that, that's what it's like to watch a movie with us. Oh right. man. Just you, man. It's just you. Yeah, that was your experience only. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh before we wrap things up, we should probably mention to people that uh we are on uh Spotify or we are on uh audio version of the podcast. So uh Umar Darcy, if you guys want to plug the link, let people know where to find us other than YouTube. Yep, it's, it's- Go go ahead, Umar. Go ahead. It's, it's in the description, uh, uh, right underneath uh, all of our timestamps. Uh, so if you uh, want to, you can like just click on that and find the portal for uh, for you to listen to us. Yeah, I just subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, so that's where I'm watching or listening to it, rather. Yep, but it's in multiple places on Anchor and any uh, multiple other places where you can get your podcast. So yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, I'm your boy Tactics. We got to wrap up now. We just got the countdown. So go ahead, Umar. Or Darcy, sorry. <laughs> it's just Darcy. I'm out. <laughs> and this is Big Geek Umar. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs>